Hey guys, it's me, but we're not going to get into the episode just yet because I want to introduce today's sponsor, and that is Anchor. Anchor is what I use to upload and distribute my podcast on platforms like Spotify and Apple Music, but you can also use it to record and edit an episode right from your computer or phone for free. You can also use it to make money from your podcast without a minimum listenership. All you need to get started on your podcast is all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you soon. with your host Alma Apia. In today's episode, I'm joined by my friend Nikki Page to have a fun conversation about gaining confidence, identifying your voice in your 20s, and using it to speak up. We get to hear about Nikki's amazing experiences as a social media influencer in the States and abroad, as well as how this role helped her to find confidence in her personal life. We also discuss our newfound confidence in speaking out on issues regarding police brutality, the Black Lives Matter movement, and the resulting lessons learned. I met Nikki about three years ago, I believe. Yeah, three years. And we met through being ambassadors for the amazing brand, Aerie. And since then, we've just had this amazing friendship just blossom over the internet, basically. Um, And I've had the wonderful opportunity to see her grow, as I mentioned in this episode. And I'm so lucky to have someone like her to be friends with and look up to because I really think she is just setting a great example and really discovering who you are and using your voice and being 100% yourself. Um, Nikki was just such a delight to speak to. I, oh, such an energy. I love her. I really thought she provided some really good insight in this episode. She was really going off. Like at some point we were just dying laughing because she, we had no idea where she had just said all these like straight up facts from and it was just incredible. So I hope you guys were as shook as I was. <laughs> I feel like I haven't really chatted much on this podcast yet in terms of like what's been going on in my life and everything, but that information is coming soon. That will not be in this episode. I promise I'm not keeping you guys in the dark. I will be back with some updates very soon, some new content, some new things going on in my life that I'm so excited about. Um, and I think I will be allowed to share it within the next week or two. I don't know, but we'll see. So keep an eye on my Instagram for the Bonnet Talks. Um, keep an eye out for all that new content, all the behind the scenes content that's to come, as well as my personal Instagram to see if anything new somehow pops up. I don't know. You just have to stay tuned, guys. So. And one final thing before we get into the episode. Thank you all for listening to the show It's honestly mind-blowing to see all of your reactions to the episodes and how much you're enjoying it. And to all of our new listeners as well, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. It's so... I just love seeing the podcast grow both on Instagram and on all of these platforms for listening. Tuning in from around the world. Hi. I've realized that so many of you are international listeners, which is so exciting. I see that people are listening from Ecuador, Australia, Kenya, France, South Korea, Mexico, Israel, so many more places. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate the support. Um, Make sure you guys leave a review if you have any time. And if you would like to be a guest, make sure you reach out to the business email on my podcast description. And with that, I'm going to shut up now and let Nikki do the talking. I'll talk to you guys all very soon. I hope you guys have a great 4th of July week if you're in America. And I hope you guys have a just general 
good week just because. So <laughs> I'll talk to you guys all very soon. Goodbye. Hello. Hi, Nikki. My good sis. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm so glad you could like come on the show. I really appreciate this. Totally. This is, I love this stuff. You were twisting your hair right before this, and I was literally I just untwisting it. That's what I do. Hair. I twist my hair like after I get out the shower, and then do my makeup, and then untwist it, and it's still wet because it just looks so much better when it's wet. So. Oh my, I need you to like fill me in on how to like do all this stuff because honestly, I'm so used to just wearing my wig and just going, you know, I'm just like, me? like <laughs> Nikki, I literally, that's all I do. So I actually kind of want to just wear my hair out because I hate like it being summer and then having to wear a wig and like doing the whole, it's just too much. I'm just, yeah. Like, well, like for me, I cut so much of my hair off literally I found a picture yesterday on my time hop I cut my hair off most of it not like all of it some people some people like shave it off and then they'll start like the big chop they'll start over my big chop was not that big like (laughs) (laughs) I'm sending it to you right now like I cut my hair off probably like a month before this picture but I didn't cut it all off like I said, there's no way in heck that I would ever do that to myself. <laughs> because our hair takes forever to grow. Why would you? How exactly. could you do that? Like how? I, and I, I literally cried when my mom was like, I'm not braiding your hair anymore. A few years ago, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to. And I cried. And then now I'm like, I can't believe I cried. But like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she told you she's not braiding your hair anymore? She used to like do box braids for like yeah. years. My mom, my like, mom too. Yeah, and she was like, I just can't. Like, she's like, it takes so long. I just, and I was like, I understand, but also, like, (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. For work, for work, I have to do, like, obviously, like, a lot of Zoom calls and stuff. So I'll, like, put my wig on, and as soon as it's over, I'm like, put a scarf on. And, like, I work with bangs now. And, like, I mean, now I've been doing it for a year that I've been, like, actually working for them. Yeah. Congrats, by the way. Congrats. Congrats on that, by Thank the way. You. Yeah. yeah. So like, so Hannah like loves my hair out anyway. She's like, honestly, like, I don't know why you put so much effort in before getting on a call with me. Like I, I'm like, I, I know, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Cause we're so used to like doing that stuff. Literally that. So the other day I was like, you know what? Like I need to take care of my hair because like I, it, it's so hot out. Like, I just don't want to have to deal with, like, the wigs right now. Like, and my wigs are getting frizzy, girl. I'm just, like, because I'm Mine sweating. <laughs> I don't want anyone to ever see my hair out. I didn't want anyone to see me, like, with my hair just, like, cornrowed. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. I and I remember, like, my hair was box braided when I first went. And obviously, I was there for way too long for the box braids to stay in for six months. <laughs> like, bought a wig before, but I didn't wear it. I just, like, bought it. So I had yeah. it. And I was like, all right. And so I wanted – it was probably, like, March. <laughs> so it was probably, like, two months in, mm-hmm. two and a half, three months in. And I was like – Kyle's like, okay, I'm going to come over. Like, I'm going to whatever. And I was like, uh, mm, give me two seconds. Give me, like, a day. Like, yeah. a day. Because I need to take my hair out. I need to, like, <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, and, and like the first time he saw me like without like because I think I saw him with my hair just like natural like in between so I was like oh. I guess he like breathe for a day probably um <laughs> <laughs> and then I like I remember going up to his apartment and like his like um just he was like okay well what like wh- obviously like what did you do like and I'm like well, <laughs> well, I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah there was like okay did you cut it like overnight or did you grow it overnight like what are you using in there chia seeds or something what <laughs> you know <laughs> and i was like oh it's a wig like i <laughs> i used to get that yeah. all the time it's like how do you explain yourself it's like why do i even have to explain myself right now like it's a wig like <laughs> It's the same for, like, my white friends and stuff, because, like, I remember my roommate junior year, she, like, got extensions, and people were, like, what? And she's, like, it's an extension. Like, <laughs> like ripped it out. Like, and it was like, that confidence. <laughs> I know. I, I need to be on that level. I need that energy. Yeah, so I don't care anymore. I'm, like, whatever. It is I, you know what? I'm there with you. I literally, I had this conversation with my, my mom last night, and I was, like, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, this is me. Like, why do I have to put in all this extra effort for what? To say, it's a wig, guys. Like, it's a wig. Like, but anyway, with that, we're going to get right into the episode. Welcome to another episode of The Bonnet Talks with your host, Ama Apia. And today I have my good sis, Nikki Page. Guys, I am so excited to have her on. You have no idea. I've wanted her on this for like so long now. <laughs> I'm like, finally, yes. Thank God. I've gotten the amazing opportunity to see her grow um, in the past like few years. I think like three, two years since I've known you now, I think. I It'll be know. three years like um, in the semester, like once fall semester starts. Well, yeah. So Nikki and I know each other um, because we were Aerie Ambassadors. Um, so if you guys remember me in the Aerie Ambassador program, I was like, posting like every week for a love Aerie. And um yeah, so we met each other through that, and I don't know if you remember this, but I remember you like distinctly because it was like the first day of training, I think like the online training, and it was over the phone. I think you were the only other black girl on the call. So I remember they introduced everyone, like they showed pictures and everything, and I remember seeing your picture, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, another black girl. That's so there was another black girl with me on my team. Like it was, was okay. Yeah. And okay. um so but I don't remember that if there were any ones besides us. I don't three. I don't remember either. No, I would assume there probably weren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe to assume that um yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and listen, like I just remember how I felt like seeing you on the call too, and then I think you said something. And like you were talking about your background or I don't know, something. And I was like, oh my God, I am so happy. There's like, a, I, I don't know. It just brought me so much comfort. I was like, there's someone else doing this. And it's not just me. <laughs> so, um, and I, I just, ever since then, I've kind of like kept up with your journey just through us being ambassadors together and just, you know, after the program and everything. And I just think it's so amazing to see your growth in terms of not only, you know, on social media, but just you as a person. And I always bring this up like in our conversations together. Um, you've just, it just have such a glow and you've always had that, but I could just see your, like you coming into yourself now and just being unapologetically yourself. And I think that's so, so awesome. And that is why I wanted you to come on the podcast because I think just for, you know, being in your twenties, like you, that's what you want. Like at the end of the day, like you just want to be unapologetically yourself and you want to like, to be your best self. And I think, I mean, obviously we're still working on it. We're still improving and still going, but I think you have started to find, find that. Um, and that's why I, I really wanted to have you on just to talk about your experiences, um, not only as an influencer, but just like 
in postgrad and navigating life, especially in um, a variety of different cultural contexts, because Nikki has been basically all over the world at this point. I feel like she <laughs> studied abroad in Italy and um, she also actually lived in London after graduation, right? Yeah. So um, that's why I wanted to bring you, bring you on the show. We'll get more into obviously your background and everything later, but one of the things that I want to uh, kick off the episode with is something new, a new segment that I want to introduce. And it's just basically talking about something that you're proud of in the past week. What is something that you're really happy that you've done, like you're very proud of? And what is something that you would like to improve on going into this next week? Okay. This is probably really good. So la- this time last weekend, I was freaking out because (laughs) Mia Khalifa followed me and shared me on TikTok and on her Instagram, which is like, what? (laughs) I'm screaming. I'm screaming. Explain, explain who Mia Khalifa is for for the audience. Mia Khalifa is an ex-porn star and (laughs) basically, and but the problem, everything that's wrong is that right now she's trying to reform herself so like she's like a businesswoman now she's married she like is a sports commentator and she was only like a porn star for three months and but yet people are still using her content all the time and she's not getting paid for it she only made twelve thousand dollars and she is like one of the top names she's like banned from lebanon which is the country she's from like she's gotten called like she's gotten isis attacks against her like she's she, yeah, like if you go check out her TikTok and Instagram right now, like she's just like doing everything she can. Like they will not get her out of the contracts. Like she can't get out of them. And so she's very like huge on like women's rights and like their power to like change. Like it doesn't matter what your past was if you weren't like racist or anything like that, obviously. Yeah. But if your past, <laughs> that doesn't define you unless right. you're a horrible person, basically. <laughs> yeah. She, like she should be able to be whoever she wants to be. And yeah, like she's not being able to get out of her contracts and yeah. So basically she shared me on her stuff because I talked about like um, Juneteenth last weekend. Okay. I guess that was last weekend. It feels like forever. It feels like decades ago. Oh my God. I feel like I'm in like a time warp anyway. And so that was like a quick, but not quick backstory, but all week I've, or that weekend I had to kind of deal with so many people coming at me and like and I would never have thought like me at like my minimal following would ever have people being like attacking me like I was like oh that won't happen till I'm like you know huge or something if that happens right it'll happen (laughs) it'll happen anyway and like it's something I'd had to deal with like figuring out how to channel like my emotions in that because Mm. I want to obviously like I don't want to get rid of all the horrible things because that way people know that it's happening. Like right. people are attacking me because I'm talking about Juneteenth. Like I wasn't talking, I didn't call anyone racist. I didn't call anyone anything. I literally wrote it's Juneteenth. Today's a day to celebrate like black history. And if you don't know about it yet, just go educate yourself. That's literally what the post was. Wow. And was nothing negative. It was literally nothing. And oh like, it's just like, interrupted all these conversations I wasn't planning to have Um, (laughs) you were like uh this is not not today Satan not today (laughs) it kind of just taught me like yeah that people are always watching you which I already knew that but like it was just like reassured in me yeah your people are always watching you yeah make sure you're educated before you talk and I mean Mm -hmm. I am and that's the thing is that I realize a lot of people aren't so Mm -hmm. make sure you're educated Mm -hmm. before you talk 
Oop. And people are going to hate you because you are educated. And mm. so going into this week, I'm continuing that mantra that like, I'm still going to share everything I'm going to share. And I'm not going to stop because people younger than me need to see that it's okay to stand up for yourself. Right. And like, while I just would rather be like, oh, I'm just going to turn it off and not talk about it. You can't really mm-hmm. do that. Like once it's my job, like my job is social media in many ways. And so mm-hmm. like, I can't just turn it off. And so I chose this. So it's part of it. So I have to you know, stand up for myself and everything. I love that. And I also want to say, I just want to plug this in here because I'm looking at Mia Khalifa right now and looking at the number of followers she has. She has 20.7 million followers. Nikki. I know. And that's what was crazy. Cause at first I was like, what is this? And then I, <laughs> First of all, an ex-porn star. I'd be so confused. I'd be like, oh, we're talking about her like two weeks ago for something. And I think I was talking about how she's like on TikTok and like trying to advocate for herself. And he like didn't really know much about it. And I was like educating him on it. And then like two weeks later, she's like reposted me. And I'm like, wow, I manifested it. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be careful with your words. It's so true. I keep saying this. Oh my, I 20.7 million. That is just like, you must have been inundated with so much just like, oh, just toxic, just yeah. toxic yeah. stuff. And, and especially yeah. on TikTok, because TikTok is a toxic place. Girl, like, we'll, we'll get into that. TikTok, yeah. mm, anyway. <laughs> Social media is toxic. Yeah. I don't know. Why did I choose this place? <laughs> <laughs> You're good at it. You're good at what you do. So it's okay. That's something I've also... I, along not the same exact thing, obviously. Now, I do not have someone that popular or <laughs> posts anything of mine. But I think also along those same lines of like this whole, you know, Black Lives Matter thing and just like being able to share things confidently and um, like stand up for yourself. Like that's something I've definitely been proud of myself for this week. Although I have been a little bit quieter this past week because I was sick for a bit. But um, I definitely like feel I felt a lot more comfort with just sharing what I need to and just saying like this is my experience and like I'm sorry like I'm not going to sugarcoat it like this is it and if you don't understand like I don't know what to tell you you know like I don't know what to tell you um and that's something that's been very hard for me to do just in general because I always number one think that as black women, it's always just hard for us to even voice these things anyway, because there's just so much against us from the get-go, right? So it's very different if I say something versus someone who's white passing, you know what I'm saying? Even in terms of, if we talk about colorism, right? Even me saying something versus a light-skinned person, it's crazy. People still look at that difference. So in my mind, you grow up with that mindset and like you just, it's like easier almost to choose to not like say anything and like just keep it to yourself and hold that that in those painful experiences in this past week i've just gotten a lot of messages saying like i'm a thank you so much for sharing this because like this is sometimes the only education i will get at least from social media and you're sharing it and i'm getting it directly from someone who has experienced this and like i really appreciate that and i appreciate the way that you're presenting it and putting it out there um And I know that's something that you've talked about too on your stories of like people really appreciate you sharing and educating on your stories. And um, I know like not everyone wants to do that. And I understand that because it is such a painful thing to talk about. It's something that like is just so deeply rooted in like just so much hate and toxicity. It's something that's so hard, but I think I have pride in the fact that 
I can look past that right now and say like, this is what we need to do. And that's something that's, it's a big character development for me because as much as like I have, I do have a platform, it's still hard to do that. Cause it's like, as you said, everybody is watching you everyone and you don't know who you don't know who's gonna say what like who is recording what you know it's it's very scary um but this past week i've just learned to like really own my words and just like say what i need to say exactly it's difficult for sure and like i i'm the same way i didn't use to share anything um and it's funny because i talked about my sorority actually probably i want to say I was during like the first week when everything was like going off, like during the protests and everything. And I was like, "Mm, am I going to do this? Because people were asking me because there's girls that have messaged me saying like, I was in a sorority. I know you were in one. Like, what was your experience? Or like, I want to join, but I'm scared. And I was like, all right, well, you know, (laughs) I might as well share it anyway. Let's go. (laughs) Just. And I mean, there's so many things I would like, I wanted to share about it and like have really considered it. And now I kind of want to keep sharing things. But like at the end of the day, I was like my, I looked on my sorority's page and they hadn't even talked about it yet. And it'd been like five or six days. No one had posted. It's the Christian sorority. The national sorority hadn't even said anything. And I was like, and so I literally messaged the national sorority. No one contacted me back yet. That was like three weeks ago. I contacted my chapter who is the alpha chapter of the sorority, like the original OG. (laughs) And someone came back to me. I don't know who runs it now because I graduated, but Mm -hmm. like, and they were like, so sorry. Like, we understand why you're so upset. And I was like, I don't even know if you actually know me, whoever it is, because they probably don't. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) I was there. I spent my time. I did my time there. Like, Wow, it's just it's so hard it's so especially like to talk about I think with sororities in particular too because like obviously you have people who were in the sororities who follow you and you know they they can't they can comment anymore not after last week but like they already did and just my time there just kind of exploded and (laughs) I'll tell you about that another time (laughs) I like almost got kicked out for no reason. Like almost got kicked out when I was in Italy, when I had nothing to even do with the sorority, like so many problems. And I was like, I've done so much. I was recruitment chair. I was social chair. Like my whole family was like on exec at one point, almost like I have deep roots in it. And like people just did not appreciate it i heard okay not not with my sorority in particular but there's there's you know there's a shit show going on at uconn right now i went to university of connecticut for people who are listening and i'm just gonna say this like it's not looking too good for us right now (laughs) it's really not um and similar thing where another sorority um has had like you know racial um racist videos posted on tiktok and people were calling them out for it and they posted an apology and all the comments were like experiences depicting exactly what you just spoke about just about like like people people of color like serving on these exec boards and doing everything like investing so much time in this the sorority and still like people just like they were either kicked out just things like that and it's it's crazy and these experiences need to be shared and that's why i'm so glad that you've been using your voice to say like share them because some people just honestly don't have they're not exposed to those things, right? Some people, like some people, you might be the only outlet that will be sharing those things with them, which I think is insane. 
but sometimes that's just how it is. It is how it is. Like, and I would assume like, cause like I grew up in San Diego, then moved to Cary, North Carolina. Like those are not places that have like tons and tons of black people just like mm-hmm. wandering around. Like it just isn't it. <laughs> and like there are more in California people are way more educated on these topics just because mm-hmm. like you're actually taught it. Um, oh. but like mm-hmm. I moved here when I was 12 and like I've definitely had de- <laughs> my share of issues for being like the kind of black girl that I am or like whatever oh, like who yeah. or where I used to go or who my friends are or what my family's like and like I've had my own issues like from all people not just like non-black people like I've had them from black people and everyone oh yep I agree like just for because of what I sound like or where I'm from mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like crazy. Like, wow, she's actually talking about this stuff. Like she knows more than I do. And I'm like, yes, because I know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I literally, the, 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 the comments that just came into my mind right now, like as soon as you said like that star, I'm like, oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that too. You know what, with that, with that, um, you guys got to know Nikki a little bit from our little banter here, but I want to give her the <laughs> opportunity to introduce herself. Who is Nikki Page according to Nikki herself? I want to hear it. Let's go. Yeah, so I'm originally from San Diego and I moved to Raleigh, North Carolina when I was 12-ish because my parents got divorced. My dad moved back up to DC area. My mom's from Boston. So that in itself, oh. like already my family's from all over the country. Yeah. And then I like um I have extended family from Trinidad and they kind of like we um my mom took me and my brother to her when we were kids before like so she didn't have to daycare and stuff like she was our daycare and mm-hmm. so like we grew up with like people from Trinidad our whole like childhood um and so growing up I was super like quiet oh I don't even want to say quiet but I didn't suck up by myself I was like not in the popular group I was like in between groups so like I had friends here friends here whatever yeah, and, like, I, all my friends were kind of, like, in that place because I was on my dance team in high school, uh-huh. um, and so I kind of, like, went between different groups like that, and then going into college, it was kind of the same. I didn't want to just, like, hang out with my friends. I went to NC State, which is literally 50, 20 minutes from where I lived in Cary, and uh-huh. so a lot of my friends went to call it was the same college. I joined the Christian sorority because my cousin was in it already. I didn't want to join Panhellenic as a freshman because I really I had no clue what that meant I didn't want to join even like um a like divine nine like a black sorority because I was like oh. I don't want to go there I don't know I don't want to go anywhere I don't fit anywhere and I was like well I'm Christian so I'm gonna join the Christian <laughs> <laughs> I like your logic you're an intellectual so, yeah so I did that didn't have a major going in I just was kind of floating I was a fashion I wanted to do fashion but I hated it at state you do science and then I chose communications instead um and with communications I ended up in media hated it changed to PR instead loved it um and that was my soft I want to say end of sophomore going into junior year I also added on international studies as a second major with international studies though you have to study abroad which again wasn't in my intention I was not the type to go wander off in another country um (laughs) My boyfriend at the time was studying abroad and he was he went to Belgium and I was like, I'm never gonna do that. It's just wild how like in those few months, 2017 hit, I started realizing I was gonna travel. I was gonna study abroad. Mm -hmm. I um became 
became a Moon and Lola ambassador, which was a jewelry company. And so that was like my first taste of like being a creator, I guess. And then I applied for Aerie over the summer. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I also interned for that jewelry company and they pushed me and they were like, you're about to study abroad. You need to have a blog. And I was like, uh, that's not happening. hated taking pictures. I didn't like it at all. My mom worked at a, um, model and talent agency for a little bit um just like part time and so she's like do it like go get yourself into this kind of stuff and I was like no um wow (laughs) Nikki Nikki is just like a hard like nah girl (laughs) I'm not about that like happening yeah and so so once I realized it was happening and that like I actually enjoyed doing this kind of thing and with Ari, it really pushed me to like realize I do like taking con I do like content I love having events I love like sharing other brands and stuff like that I started picking up other like smaller brands during that semester um so this is fall 2017 mm-hmm. I was like recruitment chair in my sorority I was on I was treasurer of the communications honor society I had two jobs I had a boyfriend that went to school four hours away I was like busy like yeah busy and, and I, busy baby I, I needed to get out like once I was done with that semester I was like okay I'm leaving I'm getting out I'm going to Italy so I went to Italy and oh, wow. <laughs> why are we the same? I literally okay. I'll tell you this after you finish your introduction. We're the same person. I hate it. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I went to Italy. Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, more content. So I started taking more Great. pictures and all that. Um, my boyfriend broke up with me three weeks in, and I was like, oh my god, my life is over. So I just like threw myself into doing tons of more things that I wanted to do that I never would have done before got tons of friends that were photographer majors photographer photography majors (laughs) and (laughs) just like learned that I am like pretty and that I'm beautiful and that I can do all this stuff and like I ended up getting another boyfriend and he just was like super supportive and all of it which my last one was not when I was an airy bastard he would like hate having to take my pictures and stuff I was like and so like I can't no I came back and I just got started with getting tons of like collaborations from college fashionista um and the same company did airy i worked with them again for tinder you which is crazy because i've never had tinder (laughs) fine and and (laughs) felt that (laughs) like you know that was spring i want no fall 2018 and since then i've just like kept doing it and now i'm here you know, here we are. Also, I just want to fill in a key detail here because her her new boyfriend or her, her current boyfriend is British, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> so don't leave that out because, first of all, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I want that so bad. <laughs> It's so funny because one of my best friends went to London for a whole year the year before I went. Right. Not anything. Nothing back. And she's like, wow. you literally went there with a boyfriend of four years, broke up with him, and then you left with a boyfriend from England, and you were in Italy. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like, yeah, you got points. I'm not. <laughs> I know what I did. I'm well aware. I know. It's, Yeah. <laughs> you claim it though you take I love that but you see I love that because you really built your confidence like you you went to this new place you took this risk your boyfriend broke up with you you're like okay whatever it's hard like it's a hard thing to do but you went and said this is a new opportunity for me to make more content and to do things I really want to do and look at what it brought you 
And I, oh, I just love that for you. I, I really do. And so, oh my gosh. So, you know, I, I guess one of my first questions was like, okay, like how did you build up that confidence what were things on a daily basis like especially because you in italy for example like that's a new completely new country new <laughs> like i never left the country before like that's what my wow. first time out of the country was to go there in 2018 i heard you say that you really recognize how beautiful you were and how amazing you were um what were some of the things that helped you to come to that realization yeah, I would say when, um, right before I was an area ambassador that summer, like 2017 summer is kind of what put it all in motion. Like, um, when I interned at Moon and Lola, I also got a job at a boutique. Um, okay. and so with that, I had to like get comfortable in front of the camera because mm-hmm. at my internship, they, a lot of the people didn't want to take pictures and they were like, well, you look really nice. Cause like I, it's an internship. So I would go and I would look nice. So I wouldn't right. just be wearing like a t-shirt. Like a lot of them were cause they're like actually employees. Um, <laughs> and, and I, so they were like, you look nice today. We're taking pictures. And I'm like, okay. And they were close up cause it was jewelry. <laughs> so like, it would be like my ear or my neck and like all the place where your face, like your oh face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And I would be like, okay, or my nails, because I'd always have like rings and bracelets. So like, I'd always have to like, look nice with, cause I'd be worried they'd like want right. to take my picture. I look like trash. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just like full face makeup, hair right. done. Like in that summer too is when I first got my, like my hair was natural for the first time. So mm. I had to just learn to like genuinely like myself or else like it was not going to fly. Right. Um, <laughs> Right. No, that's, that is just it. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I'd always had like people tell me like, oh, you look really nice. Or like when it was like sorority events, like when we like dress up for formals and stuff like that, be like, yeah, cool. Like, but everyone looks nice. Like it's no big deal. Right. And so once I like purposely was like doing, going through the motions of trying to look my best or not even my best, but look nice every day. I was also preparing to go to Italy where everyone looks nice every day. And, like, if you're wearing, like, leggings and Uggs, they're going to be, like, gross. Who are you? (laughs) And I'm the same now. But, like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had to just, like, put myself in the mindset of that. So I would – I worked at a boutique. Mm -hmm. I made sure that I was taking pictures all the time. I started dressing well. I stopped wearing, like, big T-shirts to class and norts. Like, that's – I stopped um, Mm -hmm. that semester before I went because I was, like, if I want to look nice and feel nice, I have to do it. Like, even – jeans instead of leggings like that's already a step in the right direction that I wasn't doing before Mm -hmm. um and I would purposely like take like make content and to make content you have to feel good or else your photos look ugly or like you look like you don't want to be there right I mean you you wouldn't want to put that out there right because like that's that's you you're you're putting yourself out there like if you don't feel 100% yourself like why would you even post that right exactly and, like, with Ari too, like, it was good that I did that before I went to Italy because it was, like, reinforcing, like, you're great on your own. You don't need, like, all this extra stuff for it. Right. And, like, mm. I started taking pictures without makeup on. Like, I didn't feel like I had to wear makeup because we were doing, like, yoga pictures. Like, why, why do I need a full face of makeup to go to yoga? You right. Don't. You don't. Um, you really, <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> and yeah, I embrace my natural hair, what my skin naturally looks like, and I just embraced myself. And then once my boyfriend broke up with me, I actually this is probably like not the best advice, but once he broke up with me, I was like, 
I started noticing people actually thought I was attractive, like other guys, which mm. I didn't have at home, or at least I didn't feel that way. And I'm pretty sure I was right, North Carolina. And yeah. um, so, like, that too, like, <laughs> stop, get out of here. I'm tired of you. It's, it's North Carolina. I went to the agricultural school, it's an engineering school. I didn't do any of that. But you can imagine the people here. Right. Um, And so I just like finally was like people actually think I'm attracted to people. And not just like I need I like I need validation from guys. Like I don't, but like it's so nice to like have someone think you're attractive. I I agree. I agree. (laughs) Twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen, I just gained so much confidence from like that. And then also my boyfriend, like he doesn't I mean that in itself was really nice like I have one like that's some sort of validation in itself like like, for me like it just was kind of like eye-opening that people found me entertaining they wanted to follow me they cared about what I was doing they wanted me to post that I was in Italy they wanted to see what I was doing and it made me feel confident I guess and like that I was interesting which I didn't necessarily feel before yeah I didn't feel interesting yeah and Liz, like, you have to put yourself out there to feel confident, which is really hard when you don't feel mm-hmm. confident. Exactly. Um, exactly. Make it, make it kind of thing. When you were in Italy, was it harder to find what your voice was there in a different cultural context? Yeah. So for me there, it was 2018 was like me finding who I was because 2017 was finding that I liked doing content and like I didn't. I was starting to like what I looked like and what I wanted people to see from me mm-hmm. in 2018, which was like, I was in Italy from January till end of July. Um, and so with that, it was like, okay, now I know what I like, but what does that even mean? Like, who cares? Like, why, why do you care? Um, and I don't know. I kind of think that being in a new place, being a black woman in a country that doesn't have black people really, unless they're like immigrants or anything like that, was definitely eye-opening. Um, and I would always constantly get questions on that. Um, so mm-hmm. that was kind of preparing me for right now, to be honest. <laughs> like, yeah. what does that mean? And um, uh, I finally had, it was more my friends, I'd like to say. Like, it's really not really bad, but I couldn't do it by myself. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have that much confidence on my own. It was finally being around people that cared about me. That hmm. Even people that I, I am closer to some of those people still to this day that I was than people that I was in my sorority with and I saw every single day. Right. Like people that genuinely cared about me mm-hmm. was something important. Like I've, and that's something I've had to deal with the last, you know, year or two since then is once I graduated and everything, like people just not caring. Right. Or people think that, or people thinking like I'm too ahead of them, so they don't care anymore about me because I've spaced myself out, which has been so hard. I have like no, I have a handful of friends now, like genuine friends, and um, hmm, sorry, right? No, no, I'm like I'm so invested in what you're saying because yes, I I know what you're talking about. My confidence didn't just come from like inward; it came from the people that I was surrounding myself with, Mm -hmm. um, because people that genuinely were like, let's take your picture. This is a really great place. Actually, you're going to look really good right there rather than, well, I don't know if I have time to help you shoot today. Or like, I don't know if this, it was people that were like thinking of me before I thought of myself, which is what you need. And like, I'm just thinking of this now. I'm like, wait, where did that come from? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I was sitting here like, damn, she's a prophet. I'm I will like, be screen recording that when this comes out. And <laughs> no, I, I, have to, I, 
But I mean, everyone's understood how like shook. I'm literally. I wish you guys. I'm gonna post. This I am. <laughs> I literally wish you guys could see my my mouth is open and just watching Nikki. <laughs> She's spitting bars over here. Facts, no printer. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> That was not planned. Um, <laughs> I that's that's the end of the episode. We're cut cut the cameras. <laughs> wow. No, but you know what? What you're saying is so yeah. That's right. Cool. That's what I meant. <laughs> so all the people, all those friends who were like like fake friends out there, like with Nikki. Listen, you're done. It's over. Cut the cameras. Stop playing around. Yeah. And, like, I realized it when I came back slash when I was in Italy, like, just people acting more like, oh, she's going to leave anyway. So, like, why do I need to invest time in her? Whereas, like, in, when I was studying abroad, it was like, we're all leaving. So let's invest as much time as we can in each other. Um, And so, like, because one thing I didn't say is that after graduation, I did move. I left the country again. Um, I went to England. Um, (laughs) And so, like, my friends and stuff, a lot of them just kind of like fizzled out. And like, no matter how much time I'd still want to put into them, it was difficult because it felt like they didn't necessarily care that I was changing that much. And not that I was changing, but just that I had goals that weren't fitting in with staying in Raleigh forever. You see, or staying like here. And my friends that I have now that I still have are most of them are from high school, which is kind of wild. Um, Ooh, that's interesting. There are people that, that very stayed abroad or people that were all in dance with me. So like people I was with every single day for four years. Right. Um, when we were going through the weirdest phase, when you're in high school, you're just weird. And I doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. If you're in middle school or high school, you're weird. You're and weird. The whole seven years. You're just weird. That's it. That's um, it. We're not, we're not discussing anything else. That's just Exactly. It. <laughs> and so like, that was my thing. It's finding people that care. Like one of my best friends from dance, she is the one that studied abroad in London the year before me. She okay. lives in DC now. Like, She's one of my best friends. I talk to her all the time, and she'll hate that I say this because we're really not emotional to each other at all. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, another, yeah, like it's just weird. And one of my other best friends is studying in London right now. Her okay. and her boyfriend live there. They're wow. they're there for a year for masters. Um, so we all spend time together. Like these are the people that care about me because they also are like international minded and not even international, but like they want to do stuff. And that's what a lot of people don't. They like to be just like normal, which is fine. We need normal people, but I'm not. <laughs> but I, I think, you know what? I think something my mom always says is that she calls what you're describing, like those people, like local champions. They're very much like they're, they're champions in their own local communities and they're good with that. And I think the thing is with that is people get too comfortable, you know? And I think that's, the, that's one of the issues with, if we talk about the whole Black Lives Matter movement and all of that, I think people are so comfortable in their ways and in the, their experiences. <clears throat> I'm not saying that, I mean, like, I don't want to invalidate anyone's experience, right? Because I don't want anyone to do that to me. That's not what, I'm not saying that to do that, but I'm saying that you have to be willing to expand and broaden your horizons, open up your mind and experience different things. And you shouldn't rag on people who want to do that. <laughs> just because you don't and everyone has everyone has different priorities everyone has different journeys and people should respect that of each other and i think that it's so interesting that you you brought up that the people who were basically kind of almost setting you back like limiting were the ones who just who didn't want 
to see your success. You had goals and you wanted to pursue them and you were ready to do that. And they weren't even ready to back you up and support you in that, which is, ah, that's just so frustrating to me. Yeah. No, my mom always says this. And you know how your parents are always like, they're just jealous. And like growing up, you're like, no, they're not mom. They're not jealous. (laughs) But like the older I've gotten, sometimes I'm like, probably actually. And I've always, the friends, like there's people obviously that were my best friends and stuff, but we just like fizzled out. But people that I like distinctly am not friends with anymore are usually because of things like that, where like Mm. you feel like maybe they just truly did not support you moving forward in life. And that's just like, because it was too different from what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like that happened when I went from high school to college. I lost like two of my best friends who were still in high school one more year. And they just like couldn't understand like that my life was difficult. And like, uh, they were like, well, our life is difficult too. We're about to graduate. And I'm like, you're about to graduate high school. I'm in college struggling. Yeah. <laughs> they were not on the same level right now. Like we are, I'm, I'm sorry that you're worried about whatever you're worried about still in high school, but I'm literally in college. <laughs> like yeah. I, this is where my, your future doesn't start until you get past. When you finish high school, then your future starts. You are still stuck. Like you are still a kid. And I think like, that's when I lost friends. I lost friends when I went to, well, not really when I went to Italy because I was coming back. It was more like in the time I was gone because people thought I was different and changed when obviously mm-hmm. you're going to be a different person. You go to another country for months on end. Right. Like, it, yeah. It's how it is. Yeah. And then the next time I lost friends was more like a fizzling out. And it was more like when I was graduating, we were graduating because I was going to England. So it was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, she's leaving anyway or like our problems are this or that whereas no problem no one's problems are worse than the other ones it's just like how do you weigh them right um and so like those were the times that I've lost my friends or when it feels like I'm moving on and they're staying behind yeah and I, I, my mom also it's all these moms my mom (laughs) also says the same thing where it's it's jealousy it really is jealousy and I think what's really awesome though is that you seem to have had as much as you were trying to figure yourself out, like you were acknowledging that like, yes, like you had, like there were issues going on, like you were going through all these things, you're trying to figure yourself out, but you had, you had like a, I don't know, I don't know if it was confidence or I'm just like, basically like based on what you're telling me, it, it just seems like you still were able to stand up and say, still, like this is what I want to do. And like, if you have to be out of my life in order for me to pursue these things, so be it you know, like you had, and I think that in itself is a sense of like confidence in a self sense of like self-awareness as well. Because I think most, a lot of people will go through this whole post-grad thing or even just in college or even high school, as you were mentioning, and they can't stand up and say those things because it's like, oh, oh, I don't want to lose these people. And it's like, no, you need to be able to stand up and use your voice and say like, this is not going to work for me. Like, I don't want to stay in this small town. Like I need to go out and explore other things. And and that doesn't apply to just like your location or anything, but I think it's just being willing to experience others, other things, educate yourself, like just be open. Um, And I think I, I give you so much credit and I admire you for really standing up for yourself in that way because it's very hard especially when you're standing alone and the fact the thing is that you stood alone for a bit but look at what it brought you in the end right exactly and that's like what's hard now especially because like we're all stuck at home I mean I would hope everyone's stuck at home but 
you better be stuck at home. Y'all better. I'm I'm watching all y'all out there with the ma- no mask on. Y'all better be at home. Yeah, like that's a, it's just crazy. Like because I went to England and then came home because I was only gonna come home for a bit and like stay and visit my family and everything. And then yeah. I was gonna try to get like a slight part time thing at my dad's, like up in DC for a bit, just like to make more money, just to mm-hmm. have. Um, and then as soon as I did that, I was getting interviews and everything, coronavirus. And oh. so then like, yeah, so I- Coronavirus! Came- <laughs> oh my God, it's real. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and wow. so I came back down to North Carolina where my mom is, because then I'd have like my own space and like some of my old things, because um, everything is in England. Like all my clothes, all my shoes, all like wow. beauty products, make, like everything is there because I should have been back by now. Um, And so like coming back, I'm like, I have like three friends and I've, I saw one of them last week because she had a podcast and she wanted me to do it. She Mm -hmm. also studied about the same time as me. She went to, oh yeah, she was in the Peace Corps until she had to come home. She went to South Africa. Wow. Um, So like, that's what I mean. Like the friends I still have are people that have like done, have like had goals to like move on. Right. And that's not like putting it down anyone that doesn't want to, but you have like Anna said, like you have to want to still support them, even if they feel like going on. Right. Um, right. And so like, I have a handful of friends that I do want to see, but also I'm like, uh-huh. so. Uh, <laughs> It'd be like that. Kind of, yeah. And I like, I'm always telling my boyfriend, like you have so many friends, like he has childhood friends that he's had since he was a child because he lived in a tiny town. And he sees, he saw some of them last night. And I'm like, I'm like, I cannot relate. I've moved (laughs) too much. I've done, I've been too many places. Like, I don't have any friends that I had since I was five. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. not a single one. That's okay. And like, I don't even have that many friends that I've had since, you know, middle high school. Like, I don't have a friend from middle school unless they also went to my high school, but probably didn't. And mm-hmm. like, that's just how it is. And I've always been someone that loved being around people. I was on my dance mm-hmm. team and I was in a sorority. Like I was so used to being around people mm-hmm. and now I'm like not around anyone. And it's just, yeah. it's taken, like, I've learned that I'm not an, an extrovert anymore. I used really? to be, I used, yeah. Whenever I would take those tests, I would always be extroverted. And now it's 50, 50, it's 49 and 51. Interesting. This doesn't usually happen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thrive off of attention from people I like. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so if I'm in yes. people I don't know or people I don't want to be around I am like okay I'm going home I'm ready to go to bed but if I'm around people I enjoy being around I'm like great cool so right yeah. now I'm in that right. middle ground where I'm like all right just going through the motions I would really love to have some friends but also I'm okay that I don't have any friends and I'm just like putting it all into myself like I'm just constantly doing too much um too many social media things and too many like too much of that but yeah you are i'm t- i'm telling you what i'm i'm watching so nikki in the beginning of the quarantine nikki would post on insta stories about like her to-do list for the day and i'd be like i I'd, w- I'd wake up and i'd see them first thing in the morning i'm like this girl needs to rest what is she doing? <laughs> like, I do. I do rest. <laughs> like I, this past week I shot a bunch of, t- I shot all my texts for the week on Monday and didn't wow. do any like at all until yesterday. I did like one yesterday. I'm proud of you. There I'm we go. I'm getting better. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and I, 
I'm, I'm honestly, this discussion is like inspiring and inspiring me and empowering me because I just, I just see so much of myself in you. And like, I, I, I just think we're twins. Honestly, that's just the, honestly, that's the end of the yes. <laughs> I think that's it. I think everyone go home. The end of the episode here takeaway <laughs> is Nikki and I are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> you know one of us you know us both yeah exactly exactly it's, we're you know package deal but I I totally understand like what you're saying and like I think honestly even though like yeah like you might have like three friends or like you know we're spending time alone in this corner like I have not seen any of my friends like I'm just like think honestly thinking about what you were saying I was like what friends um, and uh, people are gonna come for me if they hear this episode they'll be like girl what are you talking about I'll be like listen like <laughs> I feel like in post-grad I feel like in post-grad you just you have more alone moments and more quiet a lot more quiet moments because you don't have all the distractions of college like you're not around people all the time so mm-hmm. the true test is really in post-grad and like just being by yourself or like living alone or moving to another country because I also like when I'm someone who every every time I take a test, I'm 92% extroverted, which is insane because like, <laughs> oh girl, you need to <laughs> But in the past year in postgrad, I've definitely become like oh, some dude. I'm like, I can't if someone asks me to go out with them, I'm like, uh, I don't really want to. <laughs> I think everyone, I think everyone kind of goes through that, you know? And I think it's a good thing. It's good to have balance because again, like it's in those quiet moments where you get to know yourself best and you, you end up get being able to identify and get a better sense of who you are as a person and what that voice looks like and like what you want to put out into the world. Mm -hmm. And I think you've done a very good job in like really identifying that, especially in the past few months because of quarantine. I think honestly, Miss Rona, she knows what she's doing. She's crazy, but she's really hurting us. She, <laughs> she, she's like she's hurting us, but she's teaching us a lot. Like honestly, because I, I think it's really forcing us to sit down and evaluate. Like, what are we doing with our time? Which I don't like. You shouldn't put too much pressure on yourself to you know get everything done or like to do something. But it should force you to think about when the when we're reopening again, which we are unfortunately. Mm, um, <laughs> what are you? putting out into the world and what are you doing what are you saying what does that voice look like is it something that actually represents you as a person are you being 100% authentically yourself and whether or not people are on on the train for that if they're on board with that like doesn't matter like you're sorry <laughs> you got to do what you got to do um and I'm so I'm so proud of you for what you've accomplished and you've done in the past few months and you know, even not even the past few months, I told you in the beginning of this, like the past two years that I've known you, um, seriously. And I think it's just, it's shown me to like, cause I, I go back and forth too. Like, I don't know about you, but like, at least with, at school, like, you know, I was student body president. I was doing like very involved in school. Like, yeah, you are also someone that spreads themselves too thin. Like, it's not I, me. I know I'm yelling at Nikki this whole episode, but I'm it's also a message for me. Like, it's actually like... <laughs> Because we're twins again, like it's just it's actually for me. But um, I also go back and forth, and I'm, I'm like, okay, now now what? Like, who am I as a person? Like, not to be so like fig deep right now, but it's true. No, like all the time since graduating, like right? It's just like what, it's like, fine, right? <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. It's okay. 
but it's like what it's really made me think about like what do I want to be doing and um at least for me like I realized how much I love being creative like I never like I never had time to do that in school like except for Aerie in somewhat I kind of like did but even then I look back at the photos I took the only reason why I'm saying this is because I am thinking about something you said, actually. And I think it was in the podcast you did with your friend who was in the Peace Corps, actually, because I, I did listen to it. And um, you were talking about how for you, at first, it was like, you, you don't want, you're posting pictures because like you have to, right? Like you have to post pictures in the clothes, like you got to do the whole thing. Maybe it's part of your contract, whatever. But you realized like later that you want to be putting value out into the world, right? And from a business perspective, that it should be something you want to do because right because that's what people are going to engage with but mm -hmm. i think for you as a person right if you don't want to experience burnout if you don't want to experience like if you want to genuinely enjoy what you're doing every day right and feel fulfilled like you should be putting something out there that is 100 you something that you find value in and something that you just want to share with the world and i think you've done that um and I, I would love for you to kind of talk about like some of the things you've done um, with that and like how you feel about that as well. Cause I know I can like just talk and describe it, but um, <laughs> I would love to hear like what your thoughts, your immediate thoughts are about that. Yeah. I would say like before I graduated, I would do that. Like I would get campaigns yeah. with companies like Airy or like <laughs> Tinder mm. or like, <laughs> like Victoria's Secret Pink or mm. I don't know what else say Clarence things like that, yeah. um, ace awesome. like just because I would post pictures and my caption would just be like one line mm -hmm. and that's all I needed to do. And that's how I got the money and that's how I got the product. And I loved what I was doing. I was putting out pictures I really liked. Like I wasn't just like posting just to post, like right. I made right. sure that I was happy with everything I did. I agree with but, that. But, um, I, I went to England and then I was like an hour outside of London, but I would go to London multiple times, like one, at least once every week or every other week or so. Mm -hmm. And, um, a lot of the influencers there are very just like I'm pretty and here's my picture and I'm this and, that. Mm. and like and that's kind of like what I <laughs> fell into for a bit and I was like this, mm, this I don't think this is it either and like I do miss it I will not lie like I can't wait till I can get back but to do it in my own way um because I was doing the same thing like I was making sure I was perfect. Like all my hair was curled and I was like, my makeup was perfect and flawless or whatever. What it wasn't, but it looked like that. <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> I was like, so like, so focused on fashion stuff too, like brands, which I do miss doing fashion stuff, but like, I realize I have so much more, like, why is that all I'm doing? Like you have so much more to you than just like what you're wearing and what you're mm -hmm. doing on your face. And like, so when I came back, I was like, I got rid of following people that I just followed because I thought that they would unfollow me. Um, oh. I got rid of like, yeah, January, as soon as like, it was before I came back home, but early January, I was like, this is not it. Like people, the people I want to see my content aren't seeing it mm -hmm. um, because it's getting clogged by people that are just following me just because they're following me. So I removed followers. I didn't even block them or unfollow them. Myself. Like I just moved them out. I only followed people that I found like, inspiring or like funny or people I genuinely knew or someone like that I was acquainted like someone that right. had some sort of purpose in my life if I had never spoken to you even in a dm before like why was I following you right um so yeah. got rid of that um and just started following more accounts that like was like towards content I wanted to do um did a lot of pinterest stuff and then was still like this still isn't it 
And then I came back home. I came to my mom's. I was in DC and still doing like the normal fashion-y content. And then I was like, this isn't it. Like if I'm going to be at my mom's house because we're in a coronavirus time right now when I shouldn't even be here, like I need to do something with that. And so I started just like creating in a way that was different than everyone else. Um, and like, I'm not like spectacular. Like other people do what I do, but not in the way that I do it as an influence. Yeah, just the execution. The execution is different. Yeah. Yeah. And so I took inspiration from the app PixArt, um, which is really funny because now I'm like an ambassador for them for the rest of the year. Which you is go, exciting. girl. Hold on. Get those coins. Um, and so like I use the app to like, you have to see yourself. Like I can't really explain what it looks like, but I'll post a picture and then I'll do a lot to it without yeah. editing. Like I don't edit myself necessarily, but I edit everything around me. Mm-hmm. And I realized before when I was sharing content like a year ago and putting huge like captions on it, I hated it because I was like, oh, no one's going to read this, but people do read it. People actually care what I'm saying. Do and they? So I, I actually have, I, that's actually something I've toyed with because I'm someone who's, again, like kind of how you said earlier, like, I'm not like, you're not an emotional person. Like, I'm not really like that emotional either. So I'm like, I'm okay with like posting something with like that short caption and just going or being sarcastic or something. But then like to actually have that long caption, it's like, why, why would anyone listen to me? Like, what does my voice have versus other people? Yeah. And what I kind of had to stop thinking was like, not do I care or would I watch this? It's like, do my audience like this? Um, And that's the thing is like, cause I do, I watch like before I talked to you, I was watching a vlog that was an hour long, but then I was like, okay, I'm watching that. So why, if I like it, then someone else probably likes it too. mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. I kind of had to get out of the mindset of like, people don't care because they do. Mm -hmm. Um, even if you don't think they do, like we said before, people are always watching um good or bad <laughs> someone's right. always watching you someone's sending your posts to someone else they're going to talk about it which is so some will be positive some will be yeah some will be negative um and basically like people are commenting back with things in what i'm saying with like things that are like the end of it when i've written three paragraphs someone's like responding to something i wrote in the middle and I'm like, uh, and that's how I realized that people are genuinely like responding to me. Mm-hmm. And with my stories too, like Instagram stories, I've kind of just like started really sharing a lot on them, which I didn't used to do. This time last year, it was when I first started talking on my stories because I would not do it before. Yeah. Um, and since then, I've done a lot better. People are like resonating with like being yourself, which is like such a big thing right now is like not having orange skin in your pictures and yeah. like... And that goes for black girls too. Like some of our filters aren't good either. Like it's no, not like a white not. thing. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a normal basic girl thing. Like my filters were not cute all the time. Like I go back and I'm like, ew, what was that? Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and I've come like realizing being a creator now doesn't just mean like being pretty and being perfect. Like you have to bring over the table because like I do influencer outreach as my job, which I probably should have said at some point since we're this far in, but I literally do influencer outreach as my job. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm looking at creatives all day. Um, And so like right now what sells is being yourself. Like, cause there's tons of people that might look like me, but there's not tons of people that do exactly what I'm doing. Right. So you have to like make sure that you're standing out. And the only way to stand out is to be yourself and to post about things that are similar to you. And so writing about it 
is how people know who you are and talking about it. Like people constantly don't know what my voice actually sounds like because I might come from TikTok and they come over to Instagram and they're like, oh my God, I didn't even think you talked like, like, yeah, that's one of the funniest things because people always don't know where I'm from. I get that all the time. <laughs> so like so people just want to know who you are. That's mm-hmm. it. Even if it's, if it's great or not so great, people care about mm. you and you don't know that they do. And that's something that I had to come to terms with is that more people care about, care about me than I think they do. Right. Whether, and I love that you said that it's like, whether if it's good or not, like it's all the, all parts that they want to see. And they, they genuinely like, it's funny how you think like your friends are like that. Like, you know, like, you know, you're like, you're close, right? Yeah. (laughs) Think you hope that your, your close friends are like that, but it's kind of crazy that some of your closest friends don't do that, but then you have this audience that literally cares about every single thing you say or every single thing you share. Like whether it's just you waking up in the morning or like you without makeup, like they care um, and they, they will follow your every step and they'll like always be happy to give you advice or any, isn't that crazy? I see it on like exactly. YouTube and like, even with me, like I, I recognize in myself that like a lot of the times I do the same thing that you said, say that, oh, they don't care. Like why would they? Um, want to see this or see me doing this or hear this like why would they care but then at the end of the day they do they they that's what they're signed up for they, they want to see 100% you all that's of the you. whole point of social media is to share and to be and to connect with other people but like right. sometimes we can't get it in our minds that people actually care and it's weird uh <laughs> yeah I know but it's also it's also interesting too because like I think it's the idea of people caring that like scares us scares us off people caring should motivate you to want to be yourself more but it's also a daunting thing it's like people care then i gotta i gotta post something that they want which yes like you said you should but they also are investing in you right your their follow is an investment in you as a person so if you're not someone who if you're not sharing your 100 yourself then their investment isn't really like what are they getting back out of it and people see that yeah, why do they need to follow someone that posts the exact same content as you and the exact same following and the exact same likes? And, like, why? Why? Like, I don't I, – I follow, like, inspo accounts that are like that, but that's the whole point of them is to be similar and to, like, gain inspiration from, like, Pinterest, basically. But, like, I don't follow influencers that are the same kind of people. Like, I – because what's the point of following two people with the same personality? Mm -hmm. There's no point in it. It's the same thing when people are trying to be, like, relatable on YouTube and stuff. Like, because, like, why do we all have to be exact? like, (laughs) I don't know. And I know I did that, too. Like, I'm sure 100% that I probably did did that at some point. That's how we all were. Like, wearing Hollister jeans and Uggs in the winter when you're 13 like we all did it but like yeah. doesn't mean it was good <laughs> <laughs> this, this is not it <laughs> you were doing the damn thing and not caring about what other people think and like you're using your voice and you're still discovering it and you're you acknowledge that right you're not saying like you're perfect that oh yeah i found oh, yeah. the question all the time it's yeah. like confidence like how do you have so much confidence or how do right. you feel confident in posting and i'm like i don't i just do it because it's my job first off like <laughs> yeah and second off like like i said earlier when you first asked me about it like you have to do it to feel it like you can't just right. like wake up one day and suddenly you have all the confidence or intelligence or something in the world like you make mistakes 
mm-hmm. and like that's just part of it all and that's why I've been saying to people too a lot like the last few weeks is like we're all making mistakes like I don't know everything it might seem like I might know everything sometimes but I promise you that I don't and when mm-hmm. I don't I say I'm sorry cause, <laughs> you cause you know you acknowledge your mistakes and you, you gotta be you have to be okay with failure and mistakes because that is how you build your confidence because you know oh well I did this before and it didn't work so let's try something else when that works, you have your answer right there and you build upon that. So you really, it's, it's, you just have to do it. As you said, it's like, it's like when people say, how do I start a YouTube channel? <laughs> or like, you literally just have to do it. The, the hardest oh, yeah. part, the hardest part is just starting. And like, it, it's, it sounds cheesy, but you just got to do it. You really do. Um, it's like when a lot of people are always like manifest and like say things to yourself. Maybe you don't have to say it out loud. I don't know. You can do what you want. But <laughs> I, I just find that like the words I say, the things I do. So my words and actions are so impactful. So I'm very intentional about how I approach those things and how, like what I surround myself with, whether it's with people or it's just like things that like, people I follow, follow um, people that I talk to, all of those things create you right and influence you so if you want to influence others in the way of that's like a 100% authentically yourself you need to influence yourself with the ways that you will uh, position yourself best if that makes sense um and so I I just I want to thank you for coming on my podcast and just talking and chatting and laughing this whole time it's really just so crazy (laughs) but you are doing well and I can't wait to see everything that you're you're gonna go on to do I love her guys I love Nikki Nikki Page Nikki P this this girl please follow her on social I'm gonna link all her um her social pages down in the pot I want to say the YouTube like description box but it's not that I'm a different side hustle different side hustle so I'm gonna link everything in the podcast description uh, description box or whatever um, thank you for coming on the show, Nikki. <laughs> See you soon. Thank you for having me. Bye.